Hi guys, it is January 3rd, 2020. Who ever thought we would really see 2020? I mean, I've seen all kinds of Facebook posts about how disappointed people are because there's no flying cars like on the Jetsons. But you know what? I think 2020 is going to be a great year. So I hope that you guys had a great holiday. I hope that you were um, getting some rest. I don't care how much you love the holidays. You know, me personally, I love Christmas, but it is exhausting. Can I get an amen? I mean, it is exhausting. By the time, you know, the new year rolls around, I I can just barely keep my eyes open past about nine o'clock. But I hope you had a great one. We did. We had like three Christmases. Um, It was wonderful. Uh, lots of presents, lots, lots and lots of food, and just a lot of fellowship. Have really fun time with family, with friends. So I hope yours was that way too. Um, like I mentioned, if you're following my blog, I'm going to be doing my podcast, Life It Happens with Shara G. Edgar, on Fridays. So hopefully you'll get to tune in most Fridays. It'll be available on my website, uh, com or it's going to be available on most of the podcasting apps. So like Abide, you know, Podbean, Apple Podcasts, just about any Spotify, all the ones that you would, you know, go to, to, to find your favorite podcast. So be sure to tune in, tell all of your friends. So I, I'm excited about it. You know, it's something that I've thought about doing for a while now. And, you know, this has been a big year. 2019 was a big year for me. Um, just with getting my website started, getting my blog up and going. And so podcasting has been a real dream. I thought it was something that would be, you know, a lot more difficult actually than it's going to turn out to be with this great app. And so I'm really excited. I really am really wanting to connect with you guys. So I hope that when you listen, you'll share it, you'll tell your friends about it. And, but most of all, Leave me some comments. Let me know how you're feeling about what I'm saying. If you agree, disagree, you know, just that you thought, whatever you thought about it. This is something that I really want to use to really just connect with people. Um, You know, if you can get past the peppermint patty voice, which I guess is going to be, you know, one of my trademarks. I don't know. But, you know, it's it's fine. So, um, yeah, I'm getting used to listening to my voice. Hopefully you won't mind listening to my voice too badly. Uh, it's not the best voice. It's not a radio voice. I realize that. But, hey, you know, it's a voice that I've got. So I'm going to use it. So leave me a comment. Let me know what you think. Let me know how your holidays were. So, yeah, I always love to hear about people's special times with their family and friends. So, well, guys, it is the new year. It is 2020, as I mentioned before. And, you know, this is the interesting thing about the new year. You know, everybody automatically starts thinking about what? New Year's resolutions, right? And I'm not really sure that resolution is a word that's in my vocabulary as far as something I use for myself. I, To be honest, by the time January 1st gets here, like I said, I'm exhausted. And so this is my question for you guys. Why is it? that at the time when most of us women are more tired than we ever are any time of the year, why do we decide that this is a great time for us to forecast our year, for us to make predictions about our year, for us to decide how we're going to change and be our better self? I mean, come on, people. Let's, why don't we do this like in February? Why don't we do this like in March when we're more rested from the holidays? But no, as we're taking down our Christmas tree, as we're fighting the depression that always sits in for me after Christmas is over, why don't we add the extra pressure of putting some resolutions out there. I mean, I don't know. Give me your thoughts about that. To me, that just seems crazy. Like, because I mean, are we really in our right mind one week after Christmas? I think not. But hey, I'm interested in what you want to hear about that. 
But I don't know about you guys in, in resolutions. I don't know how much of a thing that is for you. I mean, like already since January 1st, I've already tried to join the yoga, ch- like the 10 day yoga challenge for 50 bucks. I've checked into Noom, which you know is not a diet, but it's a way of life. And I've also checked into this other thing about eating for your metabolism, of course, all which cost money. So, you know, I get right down to it and then I'm not going to do it. But I don't know, for, for me, I guess after Christmas, I always start thinking about my weight again. I mean, I don't know if I, if I ever really quit thinking about my weight, but I think about my weight a lot more after Christmas, mainly because I am not a sweets eater except for at the holidays. So all of the things that I like, like the shortbread cookies, the fudge, the candied pecans, um, the crackers, you know, the spicy crackers that you can make, all of that stuff just like shouts at me as I walk through the kitchen every day. It's still doing it, okay? I'm not gonna lie. Still have this stuff left over from Christmas. And it just shouts at me. It shouts at me all the time, come and eat me, come and eat me. So I don't know about you guys. I don't know. Hopefully you are not a person that thinks about your weight as much as I do or worries about your weight, but it's it's out there for me. So I would have to say that, you know, one of my things, I won't go, I won't call it a resolution, but one of the things that I think of about bettering myself, doing better in the, in the new year would definitely be eating better, uh, getting into that exercise routine that's consistent, all of those things. Another thing that I've noticed that a lot of people do, you know, at the beginning of a new year is they come up with a word, like their word of the year, which I don't know. I, I kind of, I kind of like, I guess. I, I think for me, it's a way to just focus on um, something, you know, from the beginning of the year throughout the year. Last year, my word was fearless, and it was a great word for me last year, 2019. 2019 um, was was good for me in a lot of ways. It was really tough in a lot of ways, but fearless really helped me stay focused. Um, I, I don't think that fearless is a word that I will ever just leave and not think about because as I've talked a lot about, um, if you're a part of my email list, oh, and if you're not, you can be just a little sidebar there. But, you know, my I send out some fear declarations. Fear is a big one for me. Fear is something I, I just really have to really focus on not being afraid, really focus on, you know, the goodness of God and trusting Him. So last year was a great year as far as having that word to to really kind of define what I was going to focus on for the year. I had to do some scary things last year. You know, this whole process of being branded and, and having a website made and all that, it, you know, it kind of had to really like dig down in the depths of who I am. And, you know, that's not always easy. Sometimes it's a little frightening. So fearless was a great word for me. Um, this year, I don't know. I, I'm kind of landing on the word steady. Uh, I've been thinking about that word steady. Just kind of like not teeter-tottering, not, you know, not feeling unbalanced, but feeling balanced, feeling like um, secure, confident, and just continuing on to do what I'm doing. So I don't know, that, that's just some thoughts that I've had about, about that, you, you know, that word, what is my word for 2020? Uh, another word I would like to really always have every beginning of the year is peace. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, I mean, you can't look at anything on the news. You can't look at anything, any headline on, on the internet. You can't open the paper. You can't turn on the news TV. And there's just crazy stuff happening all over. So, I, you know, I, I think peace is another word that for me will always be something that I will, will you know, seek and want to find for my own life. But I think more than anything, um, this, this year as I'm starting 2020, I had a really good friend of mine give me a dreams journal. 
And, you know, I don't know, like I'm a person that has dreams, so to speak, like things that I want to see happen. I'm not a person that has a lot of like dreams that I'm sleeping. Uh, I would really like to. I'd really like to be that person. And, and you know, normally, which is really irritating, if I do have a really cool dream while I'm sleeping, I don't remember it the next day, <laughs> which is really frustrating because, you know, it's kind of like you wake up and you have that sense that it was a really great dream. But you don't know what it was. So, um, but I've just, I do have dreams and I do have things that I, promises, I guess, that I feel like God has spoken over my life that haven't, haven't really happened yet. You know, you, you get a glimmer of this, you get a glimmer of that. But I guess for my own self, that journal is really helping me to focus more on that. Like, I feel like it's really easy, you know, get along about February, March, just to sort of drop those resolutions and just be like, okay, so I'm just the same me. I'm the same person I was last year. I can't, you know, these were probably resolutions I had last year and wasn't able, you know, wasn't able to maintain, wasn't able to accomplish. But I think when you talk about dreams and I think when you break it down and actually talk about what goals, what steps can I take toward those dreams? For me, the way that I think my mindset is that those things are are easier to stick with. And especially if you you know, you, you line up your vision of what that dream is going to look like with what God says about that dream. And I think the hardest thing for me about dreams, uh, and especially things that I feel like God has spoken over me, um, are just waiting, you know, waiting for, for those dreams to become reality, waiting to see those dreams realized in every way, because I tend to not want to go through the whole process. Like, okay, here's my dream, God. It's, you know, two days later. So let's make this thing happen. Come on, let's go. Let's go. Let's go. Instead of just allowing God to move me through that. Now, I'm not saying that you just have to, you have a dream and you just sit and you wait for God to do the whole thing, because obviously I don't think that's the way that it works either. But I think it definitely has to be a balance of both. And I think that God has to be in the lead. You know what I'm saying? Because he knows the process that you need to go through in order to live that dream. And most likely that dream is going to be something that will bring glory to him, that will bring honor to him, and that hopefully will bring other people to him, which is a real, a really big, um, a really big priority for me, I guess, in my middle age, as, as we'll say, um, I just, I really want the things that I do, the things that I say, my voice, my writing, I want those things to bring people to God. And it's like, I was having a conversation with my 22 year old not long ago. He's had a rough year, a lot of, a lot of disappointment, but again, he is starting in, in a new position this year, just started yesterday on January the 2nd. And we were talking about that and we were just talking about how when you go through a hard time, you know, a lot of people, you know, get mad at God or they get, you know, they blame God for what's happened. And, you know, I was telling him the thing about it is at 51 years of age, I've been through a lot of things and I've thought through a lot of different angles. I've thought through a lot of ways, processes to work things out on my own. And, you know, they just don't work. And really the only thing that I have found to lean on and get me through those hard times is my relationship with God. You know, and the fact that he is good. And and while that does not mean that our lives as believers will be devoid of trouble, it does mean that we have someone that will will get us through it. Someone that we can lean on, something that's constant. And nothing that we go through, nothing that this world can throw at us is going to stop the dream 
that God has for you. So that's what I would like to say to you here on January 3rd, 2020 is if God has given you a dream, you stand on that dream. And even though you may not see, you may not think anything is happening. I promise you, you're in the process. And if I could give you an advice about that, I would say, stay in the process. Stay in the process. God knows the refining. God knows the changing, the whittling away that needs to happen in your life in order for you to be ready to live the dream that he has given you. I mean, I look back on the things that I have been through in the last 20 years. Well, gosh, more than that, 30, let's go 25 years, okay? I look back at those things and some of those things were horrible that I have been through. Some of those things were terrible, you know, a divorce, single parenting, a rocky marriage, you know, all of these things, they were so difficult to go through. But I'll tell you the truth, they have made me into the person that I am today. And so however far along I have grown in the Lord, it's because honestly of those things that I have been through. God has allowed those things to happen to change me and to make me into the person that's going to be ready to pick up the reins of this of the dreams that he has given me. And so You know, I would love to tell you that 2020 is going to be your best year as far as you're not going to have much trouble. Everything's just going to be smooth sailing, but (laughs) that would be a lie. And so I'm not going to lie to you people. I promise you from the, from the get go, I'm not going to lie. And I'm not going to say your your year's going to be trouble free because I, my year's, I mean, you know, my year's not going to be trouble free. And, and the deal is I've come to not expect that anymore. Like I used to think every time, I mean, I was a grown up. every time something bad happened in my life, oh, I was, there was some hidden sin somewhere or it was a judgment or God was upset with me. No, you know, the older I've gotten, the more I realize this is just life. This is the life that we have here on earth. This is, this is what it's going to be like. And so, you know, my, my pastor always says, you're either going into a trial or time of trouble in a time of trial or trouble or coming out of one. I mean, that's just life. And I guess you could say that's pessimistic, but it's really not because, you know, if you anticipated and you know that God is your rock that you could, that you can just hang, hang on to during those times and you just get through them. And I mean, almost immediately, sometimes you can look back and see, oh, wow, if I hadn't gone through this, I wouldn't have learned this. Not always. I mean, there are definitely things in my life that have happened that I I still question. I don't understand. There are things that happened to people that I love, you know, around me that I'm like, God, seriously, like, like, is that really what needs to happen here? And, you know, of course, there's so many things that we go through and our, our loved ones go through that we don't understand and we won't understand. You know, until until we're um, through this life and in the next, and maybe not, maybe not even then, because you know, everyone always says, "When I get to heaven, I'm gonna ask God." That I'm thinking to myself, "Yeah, right." Well, you know, honestly, when we get to heaven, <laughs> we're not gonna care, right? If we believe what's what's um, written in the Bible about heaven, we're not gonna care, you know, about our our list of questions for God. So, you know, the whole deal, the whole the whole this whole relationship with God, this whole walk of of being a follower of Christ. It just, it hinges on faith. It hinges on trust. And so, you know, as we go into 2020, let's just agree that we are going to trust God, that we're going to trust his goodness. That I mean, yeah, go work on your weight. You know what I'm saying? Work on your exercise plan. Get more rest. Be kind to yourself. You know, all I can sit here and list you 10 different things where I, I either see a commercial or read something. Oh, oh, yes, that's on my list. That's on my list. Okay, I've got a list, people. I get you. I, I've got a list. And, you know, I'm just, I am just milking every last drop of wonderfulness out of this holiday season before I start any of them. 
Monday is D-Day for me, or I, I don't know, maybe I should say R-Day for Resolution Day or whatever. But I think I think the thing about it is that we need to keep those dreams that we know that God has spoken over us. And maybe maybe they just begin. Like for me, they began in 2019. Maybe they'll just begin for you in 2020. But whatever that dream is, you stand on that dream and you believe that God is going to bring it to pass, but it's not going to come all the time easily. Some aspects will be easy, but you're going to have some, you're going to have some, you're going to have some pushback. You know, you're going to have some difficulty. And part of that is just life. And if we just hang on to God and we keep our eyes on what he has said about us, what he has said is going to, our life is going to be like in these dreams, then we're going to go through that process and we're going to be better forward and we're going to be more able and ready to live out that dream as a reality, you know? And so I don't know about you guys. Leave me some comments. Let me know what what are you thinking about this year? What are your dreams? What are your goals? What are your resolutions? Um, I I choose to not think of them as resolutions only because my resolutions only last about, I don't know, four weeks or so, you know, not a great amount of time. But I'm going to dig into the dreams that that I see God giving to me that I know he's spoken over my life. I'm digging into those this year and I'm, I'm writing some stuff down guys. I'm, I'm writing some stuff down and I, I'm going to um, really work through this dreams journal that I've got and really, and really focus and be steady. There's my word, be steady about what God has begun in 2019 in me and just keep walking down that path until I'm where I start to see some of these dreams reality. And I'll be, I'll be honest with you, like we're already there for me. Like my website, my brand, I mean, that is a dream for me. You know, that is a dream for me. So the, the last thing I want to leave you with is maybe you're somebody, you know, like I don't have a dream. You know, like, I don't, I don't think God's ever spoken one, one dream over me. Everybody else got the dreams. I got, you know, the curly hair. I don't know, whatever. But that's not true. And so if you're, if you're a person, you're listening right now, and you're thinking, well, that's great for you, Shara, because maybe God has spoken dreams over you, but I ain't got, I ain't got nothing. That's not true. And, and if you don't know what dreams God has spoken over you, if you don't have an inkling of the direction that your life is to go in yet, you know what? That's okay. Like everybody starts there. We all start at this place of of kind of like a a blank canvas, if you will. So I'm going to challenge you guys that that if you're in that group of people, you begin to ask God, God, what dreams do you have for me? What what is your plan? What's your next step for me? And you know what? I'm going to tell you right now, God is faithful and he will start directing you. You know, get into God's word. That's that's another challenge. One of the things I really want to do this year is I want to read more just for pleasure and for information, whatever. And I, I'm going to really continue to delve down into God's word. And so I will do a little commercial for one of my friends here. Uh, if you have never heard of becoming a Bible nerd, it's, it's actually hashtag becoming a Bible nerd. You can find a YouTube channel or you can find a Facebook page and there's actually a website also. But this is a really great place to start. If you really, you, you, you know, you have a desire here over and over again, you know, I really have a desire to study God's word for myself, but I don't know how this group 
is a great place for you to start. It's a great place for you to really learn how to use your study Bible, you know, how to how to look, read scriptures and and, and meditate on them and ponder them and, and summarize them. Really feel like what figure out what's being said there. So if you're interested in that, check it out uh, this year. We're, we're, it's a, a good friend of mine, Carrie Baker Hunt, that is uh, the original Bible nerd, like I like to call her. Um, and we're doing John this year. So we're like on, ooh, I think John 14 as we come back into the new year this week. And so, you know what? It's never too late to jump right in. So check her out. Check out be, hashtag becoming a Bible nerd. You can find uh, that's a dot com. You can find a Facebook page and you can also uh, find a YouTube channel. So leave me some comments, guys. Let me know your thoughts. Love to all of you. 2020 is going to be an awesome year. See you back again on Friday of next week. Have a great one. Bye.